the way. We wanted men. gotta be like all right deep breath welcome what was that jason what were you gonna say i was taking a deep breath too oh (sighs) welcome well i gotta do it better than that don't i welcome to episode 122 of the smugglers galaxy podcast your favorite star wars podcast for smugglers in the galaxy i'm glenn and with me is jason jason how you doing tonight i'm doing well how are you i'm all right can't complain it's, yeah. It was warm this week, so no pipes froze. So that was awesome. Nope, and it's going to be warm all this week too, which is kind of weird. Yeah, it was a it was a weird weird. I guess New Year's. I don't know. It was still cool. I mean, we went out today, but it was all rainy. It's like we should have gone out yeah. yesterday. Today would have been a great day to see Avatar. I should have gone see Avatar. Gosh, I wonder I if that. anybody saw Avatar today. I did that. Yeah, how was it? It was good. It was yeah. good. I don't know what people are expecting from from it but i thought it was good it was entertaining a little long but probably could have cut some of the nature shots and we could have uh, sped the movie up a little bit but that's what james cameron likes so well i guess if you're gonna do it in 3d imax and all that crap you gotta have all that stuff right yeah there's a lot of things in the movie that reminded me of other james cameron movies and i was like this is the most james cameron movie of any james cameron movie did he say, did some girl look at him and say, draw me like one of your French girls? No. And no one said, I'll be back. So I'm sorry. <laughs> did somebody die on a door? What? He broke up for me. Did Did somebody die on a door? On a door? In, uh, in no the, comment. In the, in the ocean. <laughs> no comment. Oh, man. No that, no, that didn't happen. Okay. Good. No spoilers from me, peeps. No spoilers for Avatar 2. Well, and then they're doing like five and six or something too crazy, isn't there? Yeah, he had plans for five of them. But then while this one was getting like they were doing the marketing machine and promoting it and getting it out in the press, James Cameron said, well, if if this doesn't do well, we could just end it at three. And I'm like, (laughs) you have plans for five. Commit, man. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's, Let's do this thing. Otherwise... I don't know. There's people screaming in the car. No more Avatar. Dude, it's only been like 10 years, hasn't it? I think it's longer than that. I oh, no, like it has. 12, Dude. 12 to 13. Yeah, no. Okay, so I can time it. So it was. I, yeah, because I was getting a like my koi fish tattoo when somebody like the owner of the shop walked in and was just like, man, I went to see Avatar. That was 12, 13 years ago. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah I think it was 2000 ish. Yeah. Wow. Freaking James Cameron, come on. You know, Disney does support you. So they only gave you a land yeah. and a ride and two rides and, and two rides and expansion. I think out in uh, Euro Disney in France, I think they're getting maybe they're not. I don't know. You know, it only took them like five years. They're still working on drawing. So no telling. Yeah. <laughs> That's a five year <laughs> development process. <laughs> And they've been doing the, oh man, Epcot. When I went 19, Epcot was a construction zone and it's still a construction zone five, three, four years later. But, you know, the pandemic. Yeah. (laughs) Something called, you know, COVID happened and you couldn't get anything. Was 2022 that bad of a year? Because I keep seeing things on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok of people saying like 2022 is really bad. And I'm like, worse than 2020? Yeah. Compared to the last two years, I think 22 was great. I we I got was, a lot. Yeah, I thought we were going back up the hill again. Yeah, from a dude, we, it was great. We were going, we did stuff, and it, you know, like I keep saying, it's like we do, we did some crazy stuff in 22. And I thought 22 was a good year. It was just long. It felt long because we did so much stuff. Yeah. Well, get ready. It's going to be another long year, uh, I would imagine. I hope so. I hope so. Did you uh, pick anything up this week? 
Uh, I did get the battle damage TIE fighter from Micro Galaxy Squadron. I saw that. I did, you know, been hitting all the targets and waiting and patiently and, you know, still bugging the people and they're being cool, but it, I, I'm just, I, I think it's going to, it's, they're going to hit any minute now and we're going to miss out on all of them. But uh, yeah. And I see that Walmart's in play now. Someone yeah. in, in the group, one of the Micro Galaxy groups and Facebook posted one from Walmart. And I'm like, oh, great. Well, <laughs> Here we go. That store's in play. We're all we're going everywhere now. Yeah. It's no longer just Target. I, I'm I, yeah. That wasn't the we'll only see. ship you got this week. You got the snow speeder too. Oh yeah, that's right. I got the snow speeder. Yeah, I forgot about that. I need to start writing this stuff down because I always forget. But yeah, I got the snow speeder and you got yours too, right? Yep, I got my snow snow speeder. I haven't opened it. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're holding yours, aren't you? Yeah. We'll see. I'm holding it. I'm not, I haven't decided if I'm opening them yet. Now, now that a lot of these things are going on sale at Target, I'm picking them up to keep them in the package because I'm a package collector and I do like that toy store aesthetic. Yeah. But I also oh. like opening these guys. I don't yeah. know. The, the snow speeder, I thought for what it was, had a lot of playability. It had the, uh, like he was saying, um, Max was saying, and had the little thing that the the brakes would move when you moved it. Yep. And then the harpoon was, you know, that's pretty impressive for a toe toy cable. that's, you know, three inches having yeah. a, a tow cable that actually will go back in. Uh, and it actually, it'll sit. There's a little spot. It'll, it won't sit very good, but you can tuck it up, you know, and kind of keep it out the way. So it's not dangling off the back of the ship. And of course, with the, with the uh, figures, it's, it's good. The my only complaint I had with both of those was the tie the damaged tie fighter only had one wing damaged, which I was a little I I didn't buy it uh the first go around because of that, but because Target has ever has the wave one on sale, they don't know that they can't differentiate the waves I guess because of the way their computer system is. Mm-hmm. So wave two is on sale for six bucks, and I was like, you know what? To support the line, it's a cool ship. I'll go ahead and pay six dollars for it. Because I I want this line to continue to do well, yeah. Um, and for six bucks, I think it was worth it. Yeah, I agree. I think it's worth the twelve bucks. And you know, when you're maybe planning the figure out the the vehicle and you're trying to do the story in your head, maybe the X wing shot the one wing and it started flying out, and that's when it's going to get blown up or something. I don't know. Uh, right, it's a cool looking figure. They, I mean, cool looking ship. They did a good job with the one damaged wing. I think it looks good. Uh, but I just was, you know, it was just a little annoying that only one wing was damaged, but you know, it may have cost them more money. So with the tooling or maybe they could have done, or they could have done something to where both wings had the same damage on it. But you know, I don't know. You just kind of suspend belief for a minute. They did get shipping information that my pre-order with Yoda, Yoda shipping from Amazon's coming. And I know I just got one from target. So I will be opening up one of the Yodas. Awesome. The reason I didn't cancel it is because it's coming with a blind pack. Oh, I haven't seen any of the blind packs. I haven't either. I only get them through Amazon through that bundle deal. Yeah, I definitely, I want, I want the, I at least want the R2 because I think that's a cool looking with the escape pod. It's cool. Um, and I don't know which other ones they have, but I know, I don't know. I, I think they did a lot more episode like prequel stuff, right? This time. Yeah, yeah they have the, uh, the battle droid ship. The tank? No, I'm talking on the blind blind packs. Oh, blind packs. I'm sorry. I thought you were just talking about the line in general. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like the blind packs kind of match up and sync with the line itself. And I think there's the staff flying speeder thing that uh, the battle droids fly in. And mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it feels like there's a lot of, uh, yeah, it's continuity there. And it's a lot of, yeah. uh, a lot of prequel stuff right now. Yep. I also got notice notification. I was gonna say notification. Notification that uh, my Dark Trooper Vintage Collection figure shipped from Hasbro Pulse, so that's coming. And then I did get a couple weeks ago, but with the whole holiday, this might have been right after the Winter Social. But with the whole holiday thing, I, it just got lost in the shuffle, and I didn't write it down like I normally do. There was that San Diego was it San Diego Comic Con Vintage Collection pack with uh, the Dark Trooper on fire and the Mandalorian fighting. That um, looked really cool. Moff Gideon with Grogu. Yeah. I did get that. Um, I'm going to have to. Hasbro normally, they put like a sleeve on it. Uh-huh. 
to protect it. You can slide the sleeve off, and they've done this with all of their exclusives, except that Andor with the uh, the the Black Series Andor with that droid. They've taped that. The same thing with this thing. They've taped that, so I physically have to like untape it to to open it up to see it. It's not that big of a deal. I'll do it eventually. It just <laughs> right now it's on the shelf with the holidays. I was just like, I'll deal with this later, and I put it up there. But oh man, I want to see it, so I'm going to open it at some point. Yeah, but it's it's a pretty cool pack. Yeah, awesome. Um, I got a I got a uh, back to the oh, you can't see it. I'm trying to I, show I saw, you. Saw you it. saw, but I but the people on the YouTube's hadn't seen yeah. it. Got a hoverboard tattoo. So that was kind of cool. My uh, my youngest turned 18, so my wife took her to get a tattoo, and my wife got a tattoo, and I'm looking at her, and I'm like, I want a tattoo. And she's like, go get one. So my tattoo artist had an opening on New Year's Eve, so I went and got the uh, – I had this one spot that I'm like, a hoverboard would fit perfect right there. So uh, <laughs> I went get it. <laughs> yeah, you got Thanks. it. Yeah, thankfully he knew what hoverboard I was talking about because I was talking to him when I was getting the tattoo, and I was like – you know, I'm thankful you knew which hoverboard I was talking about because I was half expecting you to come out with one of those like 2,000 hoverboards, the the little thing with the two <laughs> wheels on it, just to mess with them. He's like, I "Oh, dude, that would about been... that." <laughs> He's like, "Damn, that would have been awesome if I could, you know, thought about it." But yeah, and I messed... said like, "What kind of hoverboard?" I was like, "Maybe he's talking about Griff's hoverboard." Yeah, no, this Griff's is Smarties. Yeah, exactly. No, this isn't the bat, the uh, bat bulldog. This is the little pink one. Hasbro yeah. Mattel one. And he told me, he goes, I can't put any words on it because it's so small. I'm like, dude, people will understand what it is. It's all right. Copyright Mattel. Yes. Copyright Mattel. That was on last night on uh, TNT. So we were watching Back to the Future 2, which turned into Back to the Future 3. And I just, I love Marty McFly, how he's able to just stay positive in any situation. He, he doesn't really lose, lose his cool unless you call him, you know, chicken. Chicken. But that whole thing was. I remember looking, so I watched the first one over and over again. The second one comes out, and then all of a sudden, it's supposed to be like, you know, the next day that this takes place from Back to the Future 1, and all of a sudden, he's got this whole hang-up with chicken. I'm like, as a kid, I'm like, what? That doesn't seem right. That's not the Marty that I knew. But I just love how he's always so positive, and he's just, you know, getting himself out of things without, like, losing his cool or being negative. Like, I'll never succeed. It's like, I got to get out of this now. I got to get out of this now. That and they changed Jennifer's like Mitch Dream. Yeah, that didn't bother me though. Not no. as much as the chicken thing, I guess. <laughs> <clears throat> but but wasn't there a, another movie that like one of the Clint Eastwood movies? I think it was inspired by something, but I don't know. Oh, pro- probably. I think. I mean, they do call him Clint Eastwood, so, but just like Calvin Klein. What's the matter with you? You yellow? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great movie. Just that whole trilogy, man. Yeah. Well, I I keep telling people the the only reason it's not Back to the Future is because Star Wars, the the swag and stuff is more plentiful than Back to the Future. Right. I mean, it's getting better, but it's still getting better. But you're not going to get a. Back to the Future Celebration or a Georgia Alliance of Star a Back to the Future Collector Clubs. I can't even do it without <laughs> no, the Star Wars. <laughs> we love Back to the Future here in Georgia. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah. that's all I picked up this week. Yeah. I mean, I dude, I gotta say, man, with the it was very hard not to pick up any more black series because Target did have some stuff for like three, you know, half price black mm-hmm. series. Um, and I had the Boba Fett the throne room Boba Fett in my hand and I put it down because I'm like, I don't need this. And there's other things I can spend the money on. Um, even black though series on, or vintage collection, black Boba. series, the black series Boba. I didn't, where did you, where did you go for that? Uh, I was in Atlanta off Roswell road no. and I just saw it the one time. And then I went back the next day and all the micro galaxy stuff was still there, but that figure was gone. I might've picked that up to print out a throne room for, you know, my room, my collection room, but <laughs> I did see the vintage collection version. It was a target target exclusive for 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. I thought about buying that to open it, to print out a 3.75 throne, but I didn't, I have that. Uh, I think this is going to be majorly overlooked. Um, that 
Boba Throne playset, the vintage collection that we saw at Celebration. Yeah. I think that's a really good playset. And I and for what it was, what, 200 bucks? Yeah. And a lot of people, there was a couple of people who said they didn't like it, but I think people have slept on that and they're going to regret not getting it. And you know, I'm going to open that 100% confirmed. I will be opening that on day one. Yay. And uh, not the Bib Fortuna, though, but then I'll put a Boba Fett on there. Cool. I did. I think I did see the TVC um, that, and they had a lot of retro. And I don't know if I have, I need to look and see if I have Reva as, in a retro because they had them for like five bucks. I should have picked her up. Uh, they had the Obi Wan Kenobi for retro for $5. And it yeah. was just Target had all, all their stuff at 50% off this week. Yeah. Kind of yeah. crazy. Clearing out. Making room for 2022. Yeah. Selling out the 2020, 2023, 2022 models are being sold out. Yep. And there's Walmart's just like, keep on trucking, man. We don't care. Dude, have you been up to, you've been up to the Walmart near us recently, haven't you? Uh, Holly Springs? No. No, uh, but the Bell Bell Spare. Spare. I was just there to pick up a Pokemon game for my son. Did you see the end cap of, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, the ITT? The short, not the the troop transport. Yeah, Imperial yeah. Troop Transport, ITT. Yes. Oh, look at you getting. That's what we call in the hood, yo. <laughs> There's probably what a hundred of them sitting there. Yeah, I'm waiting for those to go on clearance. I uh, I want to get one for obviously the package, but I think I want two of them to like set up so you have Moff Gideon ship, and then two of those kind of angled oh, nice. towards it. That look uh -huh. really good. Yeah, I can start doing stuff like that here in a couple of weeks. So I'm looking forward to that as I clean out this room. Yeah. It's gonna look it's gonna look awesome. Well, my uh my nephew came with us. He's six years old, and I got him the Falcon because that's what he wanted from the micro galaxy to play with. Uh -huh. And then I just let you know here, just play with all of them. So he's playing with all of them, and he told his dad, "I want the train. I want the train." So he wanted the Imperial Troop Transport because it looks like a train. Yeah. And so my my brother ordered that off of Amazon. He's like, "I got that coming." I was like, "How much you pay for that? Thirty five bucks." Oh my like, god, dude! We can walk into to, uh, Walmart right now and pay twenty three. So he canceled this thing, and then we went to Walmart and we bought one. And your nephew was in Hog Heaven, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was. He loves trains, so that one looked like a train. It had stormtroopers, so that was a, a home run. Awesome. I can't wait for more of those Rogue One ships to make the uh, the line for some reason. I, I want a U-wing. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, we get the blue X-wing coming. That'll be good. What I know, then then the Ahsoka. Jedi Starship, I want that, but that's going to be a. Is that like the that's five thousand? Yeah, it's a, yeah. I think it's that. Ouch. We went through it last week. I can't remember or the yeah. week before. Um, there's not much for news this week, but there was that uh, Micro Galaxy Squadron live presentation with Maxwell. Yeah, and from Jazzwares, and they premiered, debuted four. Sorry, four LAAT vehicles yeah that's the, the ship the the drop ship from the tech of the clones and the clone wars and target has four exclusives uh four different paint jobs it comes with what maybe six or seven clone troopers yeah i think it fills the ship it fills the ship with all their gunners and then people on the inside and then you've got a speeder bike in the back so they help the, the version that's out right now, you could drop down the back and there's a little peg that sticks up. You just put your speeder in there. And so it holds it. So like if you land, you drop your ship and you flip down the back, the speeder just shoots out the back. Yeah. That's the thought behind it. Right. So, so what, how much, what is it like 15, $20 more than the standard? Yeah, They're 39 99. And what's the standard 25, 30. Those were 30 bucks. Okay. So it was, you said 49 or 39, 39. So $10 more you're getting. Yeah. $10 and, and, more you get a speeder and a couple extra figures. Right. Cause how many, yeah. Cause the speeder's worth the 10 bucks cause it's a blind box and then you got to yeah. get lucky enough to find it. Yeah. So, so and we have exclusives. We were having this conversation because they're repaints and we're so pissed off at Hasbro for doing all these repaints. And then we're like, you know, I'm not that mad at micro galaxy squadron because at least they're, I think they're giving you value with a repaint. Yeah, it's a little hypocritical to say it in one breath. Damn it, Hasbro! But then in the next breath, yay, Micro Galaxy Squadron. It's like pick your poison. But then you know, I don't know. 
there's just there there's I, I think they're doing okay. It's it goes back to what we talked about last week, and I think they're just doing it right versus Hasbro. Just like, oh look, there's a there's a random Boba Fett on this comic book. We're gonna make it. Yeah. And ha- they're at least there. There's um play value to it, and they're giving you more value. Yes, they're charging you more, but you're getting four more troopers, and you're getting the bike, and you're getting the 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 new paint. So the people that collect that kind of stuff will be more willing to spend the money on it. I yeah. think. Yeah, I don't know. I've I've heard some people say it's an easy pass. So that one with the there's one with a skull or something on it, isn't there? Yeah, that, that was it. The blue one. Yeah, that one. There's a bad. blue one. There's a green one, and then there's two like maroon ones. Maroon. Yeah. Um, they look great. I I just wrestle with the fact that you know. I can't. I'm not. I'm mad at Hasbro for the repaints and repacks, but I'm not mad at them, and I feel wrong for doing that. <laughs> I'm really wrestling with that and trying to be an honest person. But right, and, and it does. You, I, I feel the same way. And even when they did like the, um, the repacks with the Falcon. No, was was it the Falcon that they repacked or with the tie, couple yeah. of Tie Fighters? You at yeah. least got. Well, you got a Stands. Luke with the fa- with huh? Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. You got the stands, and then you got Luke with the Falcon. So all those repacks, and they're I, like, a, they're at least giving you something to make you say, uh, make you think about it. Where Hasbro's just being jerks, or not jerks, but they're just taking the easy way out. I think. Yeah, I saw a meme from someone, one of my friends on Facebook, that said something like, um, "2022 Star Wars." Uh, what? It's just this is a funny joke because I can't explain it. I'm trying. It's not a diagram. It's a palette, maybe, or. Um, Slate, slate, uh-huh. 2023 slate. And it was just maybe like a hundred different colors. So yeah. it was just like them picking a different color to paint things. It's the same thing. It's just a different color that we're painting at this time. Funny joke. It would have been funnier if I remembered everything. Right. But that, I mean, it, that's how I feel with Hasbro and, oh, we need money or, oh, we hadn't painted this Bubba Fett yet. Or, hey, dig that Bubba Fett up. You know, we got, we need to make some money. Yeah. So that. I don't want to harp on it too. Two bad. slave ones already with this line. Um, you've got. We got three. No, it was never mind. It was the Boba two. Fett starships or whatever. I thought they had packaged. It was. I was confusing it with uh, the Razor Crest, where they did two different versions of the Razor Crest. Yeah, I think that was kind of that. It's like really that one. I I thumbed my nose at the Razor Crest repack. At least the Boba Fett. But at least that second Razor Crest came apart. Oh, did it? I thought the first one came apart pretty decent. I don't think so. I thought it was the second one that fell apart. No, this one I think I can pull apart. I think it's more weathered or something. I'll go back and check, but I'm pretty sure the first one didn't. Okay. We'll go back and check, and we'll bring. We'll come back next week on the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast and report back what we found. Yes. But, um... And at least with the Django Fett Slave One, it was a totally different thing. But Hasbro did that too. That I did buy the Slave One, but the the Django Fett Slave One just because it was fifteen bucks. Yeah, same. And and I liked the fact that it was a clean, um, clean Slave shit. One. The only thing I didn't like is they should have did something with the Daniel Logan, the young Boba Fett in that ship because you can't. He doesn't fit in the ship right. He'll fall. He falls out every time. Mm. So I had to pose him. Did did you find that? Oh no, you hadn't opened yours yet, have you? I haven't opened mine yet. Oh, and I have two. I just got to open it. <laughs> yeah. Too busy. Oh, still in, still in the process. Of, yeah, still in the process of taking Christmas down and and starting up twenty twenty three. Yeah. But it bugs anyways. me. It it bugs me if I get something and don't open it. My wife will get a package from Amazon and it'll sit there for three days. Well, I open the package. I just don't open. I open the box. It it comes in. I just don't open the package. Right. Doggone. And I didn't. Did you watch? You didn't watch the live stream, did you? No, I I couldn't find it. I I was there at nine o'clock going, where is it? And I couldn't find it. And then by like, I felt like it was over really fast. I was dressed as the elf again that night. But, um, oh, which live stream? The live stream oh, the li- the, for the, the micro galaxy, the yeah. thing we were just talking about, because yes. one of the, the well, you whole... just said you were dressed as an elf. So I was like, did you live stream you dressed as an elf? Yeah. I was dressed as an elf at a holiday party. Oh, okay. For the kids. And uh, 
yeah, it was wasteless information. I didn't need to add to the story. Um, <laughs> but one of the hosts of that thing said that the vehicles that they paint are vehicles that they're developing. And is they that are. what the email? Is that what the post said, basically? Yeah, there's something that if they put it on the package, they're developing it. Or that's what so, they're working with. So with the snow speeder, it had an Imperial Walker. An at at? An AT AT. That's why I said <laughs> Imperial Walker. <laughs> I love I love Filoni for making it all canon, so it doesn't really matter. Right. Yeah, tomato tomato, but still they're developing an AT AT. And I'm like, how big is that gonna be? Dude, that's gonna be huge, but I and it's gonna have to be expensive. What's the but... price point? Yeah. And I'm curious about that because um people were complaining in one of the groups about the size of the the scale of the falcon the scale of the falcon was off and i commented i'm like guys they have to really watch their money because if they were going to do the falcon to scale it would have been a 50 dollars plus ship 60 bucks probably yeah so and i'm seeing them having trouble selling them for like 25 bucks at walmart so yeah we would have paid probably 50 60 bucks for it but the general public there's no way in hell they would have paid 60 bucks for it now, Max said that the Slave One, Boba Fett's starship, was the appropriate scale. It's the Falcon that was a little small, right? Right. Yeah, the yeah. Falcon, like the the, it was just off. Yeah, and then the Gauntlet, the Bo-Katan ship, that's a little bit smaller. Right. So, I mean, it's not exact, but it's pretty darn close, closer than anything that's come before. Right. And so that's it's it's fun. It's it's a good line, and uh, yeah. I like, I endorse this line. <laughs> I think we've kissed their butt enough because yeah. we talk about it all the time. But I, I just, you know, if you guys hadn't checked them out, go check them out because they're cool. I mean, I, I think it's right now it's the only thing going unless you want to, you know, unless Hasbro's putting more stuff out, but they're not, are they? No. I was like wondering the other day what would happen if Hasbro lost the line? You know, who, who would step in? Someone's going to do something. Yeah. And, you know, would it be Mattel? Would it be, uh, who's the guy? It's not Super 7, the other big, uh, NECA. Would they do it? You know, what would that look like? Would it be more realistic six-inch stuff? Or would they go to to the gold standard 3.75 and, and work on that? I don't know. It's yeah. just something to wonder about. Right. And it, it, maybe Hasbro needs to lose the line. I don't know. But. You know, I, I think Lucasfilm's got bigger fish to fry than Hasbro making their toys. Yeah. Yeah. What if well, I'm not going to go down that road, though? Yeah. No, I did have a cool moment at Target. I forgot to bring this up because I hit a couple of targets today and there was this little kid in there and we talked Star Wars for a minute. You know, you're just kind of passing it on. And he was looking at all the he was looking at the short trooper and he's like, I really want this, but it's twenty six dollars. And I'm like, dude, check the skews, check the price because everything's discounted right now so him and his mom you know they do talk for a few minutes about stuff and he talked about the 3.75 stuff and it's just cool when you see the next generation like really into it and really understanding who all these are and he's like look there's a lat and there's this and there you know and he's naming everything and you're just like mm -hmm. <sighs> maybe there is hope yes there's hope for this for uh, the future of star wars so was the short trooper on sale i was a little confused as to I don't think it was. I don't but, think it is. But it's also one of those, hey, go check it out because you never know. Because, you know, even when you check it on the app, you could check it on the app and then I'll give you a price. But then you scan it in the store and then they give you a different price. And then when you take it to the checkout, it's a third price. Yeah. So Target did. I think it's just like Walmart. You never really <laughs> know what the price is until you check out. What? You never know what you're going to get. It's like a box of chocolates. Buying figures at Walmart is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. 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 We got and if you go down to Savannah to see that bench, they make you pay money now. Really? Yeah. They pulled the bench and put it in the, in like a museum. museum. Yeah. Like the Savannah Museum. And you can go that to the park, but you can't sit on the bench. That might be like an issue with safety or something. People were just like hanging out of the bench and they weren't moving along or something. And yeah. Threw it up behind a paywall. At least the welcome to Scranton sign is in a mall. Yeah. It's in the mall that they go to. 
I put that in quotes because they don't really go to that mall in the show. Right. But is that the Scranton Mall? Same, th- they is... did the same thing with the Twin Pines Mall, right? Twin Pine Mall. It has a sign there, doesn't it? it, it I think in the mall there's a sign. Yeah. I know it as Lone Pine Mall. I don't know what you're talking about. Lone Pine. <laughs> Always been Lone Pine to me. Lone Pine to me. My pines. We uh, we also have a giveaway on this episode. Yeah. We have a Moff Gideon ship, Micro Galaxy Squadron, that we will be um, randomly selecting a name. But we had two people write in. Yes. So I thought we'd read those and go through that. Let's do it. You want me to read both of them? Do you want to read one? Um, hold on. Let me get them up. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm glad I made the Scranton <laughs> reference now. Uh, I mean, which one do you? Do you because one's really Al long, huh? Al from Portland. Okay, read it. Hey guys, enjoying your podcast and decided to drop you. In line as requested, summarizing my years as an adult collector, I would easily classify it as disappointing and surprising. I started the year as a hardcore Star Wars Black Series collector, but by year end, canceled most of my pre orders. The price increases, repaints, and general lack of enthusiasm from the Hasbro team have left me cold. They, could, they couldn't even uh, see fit to paint the vents on the black, back of the Andor Shore Trooper. At this point, the penny pitching and corner cutting is getting embarrassing. That said, I did pre-order all the indoor figures as a way to show support for the phenomenal series. I realized they'll all go on clearance, but this is about making a point, damn it. Oh, he says darn it. Sorry. Language. (laughs) Unexpectedly, my collecting is partially branched into the mythical lands of Weta and mythic legions. I never pegged myself as a fantasy collector, but it's best not to question the whims of the inner child. This world is a crazy place. Health scares, war, disease, climate change, and economic collapse seem to haunt us daily. Having a healthy escapist hobby is a nice way to turn it all off for a while. Uh, Question for you. What do you think about the social stigma that comes from adult collecting toys? Thanks for the fun content, Al from Portland, Oregon. Al, thank you very much for Mm -hmm. writing that in. We appreciate it. I always say collect what you love. And if you no longer love collecting Star Wars, maybe it's time to refocus and go back to like an earlier version of Star Wars, someplace that, you know, maybe it's uh, collecting variants of, you know, vintage stuff, or maybe it's diving into the Mythic Legions. Uh, I saw when I was at PowerCon a an exclusive Mythic Legion, and uh, before the show opened, I saw this long line of people going all the way down the hall to get into this place um i can't even guess how many people the doors open and i just assumed everybody would flood in because i was watching the doors and nobody came in that line to come into the building was not just to come into the building but to get in line for mythic legions so there's a strong fan base for that i'm sure at some point you'll have mythic legions smugglers galaxy some point podcast talking about it years from now not this version but you know like another version so we can have that, what you love. We can have that version really soon because it's I'm at the point now it's like what else do I collect and that mythic legion stuff looks really cool um <laughs> as far as like the army building capabilities and the fact that you can you know you can take stuff apart and build other figures they they've kind of left that line open to customization on purpose. Yeah. yeah. Um and I, they're going to be at Toylanta so I'm kind of curious to see if they're going to bring anything or um uh, you know, kind of take a look at their stuff, but I'm way behind. I, I haven't collected a single one yet, but we got our, our buddy Jordan. He loves those guys. Yeah. They're beautiful figures. Yeah. They're just gorgeous. And, uh, they're fan. Like if you're into fantasy, which I am, and you know, maybe if I wasn't collecting star Wars, I'd be collecting something like that and creating scenery with those little, those figures in that. I don't know. Yeah. That's my, my issue is I have no way how to display that kind of stuff. It's a challenge, but yeah, it, it, um, shoot. I don't know. He kind of, Jordan kind of gave me a little bit of the background of mythic Legion and like, what are they, what were they were thinking about when they made it and like the four horsemen and stuff. And like two lines have been released from the four horsemen and they're still waiting for the other two. So they definitely have got the backstory and stuff with them. So I'm, 
yeah, it's something I'm kind of looking into getting into, but I haven't made the jump yet. And I don't know if I ever will, or it may be one of those where I pick one up that is, it's really awesome. I'm just, I haven't, I haven't done the math. I haven't looked at it. So I'm looking forward to seeing them at Toyland. Definitely. Yeah. They're okay. really cool. You're going to like them. Yeah. Awesome. What do you think about his question about the social stigma that comes with being an adult collector? Uh, we kind of talked about, it. sorry. No, no, I think, no, go ahead. What, what were you going to say? We kind of talked about it last week with the kid adult thing. And then after we got off, Recording, I saw someone talk about how, you know, growing up, people collected toy trains and they made train rooms and people made car models and they would have their whole setup. No one questioned that. It was just a thing people did. And they're like, okay, but now that we're doing the same thing that we've always done, collect toys, there's a social stigma like, what's wrong with you? You're a kid dolt. <laughs> I, I think it's gotten gotten better because Star Wars is now mainstream. Um, but I definitely, you know, you do, it is weird going into target and being like looking for toys and asking people, Hey, do you have this? And you could just see that you're like the fifth person to ask them the same question. Um, I, and I guess more social stigma. It's when people like come and look at your room and just like, are you effing crazy? It's like, no, this is what I do. This is what I choose to spend my money on. Yeah. Um, I, and I think it's I've I've gotten used to it because you're when you've been a nerd your whole life you just are used to people like questioning things. The response that I've gotten to my room from people who are not collectors has been pretty positive. Yeah, even people that I thought would be cynics were not. They're pretty positive. This is pretty cool kind of language that I would get from them. But you know, if if people are giving you a pro, uh, if, if they're judging you or, or thinking down on you in any way because of what you collect. I, I guess all I could say is that they're just, there's something else going on. They're horrible people. That, yeah. That's not I mean horrible people, but they've got something going on. That's making them seem like they're curmudgeon or maybe they envy you because you can't, because they can't collect, but they would want to. So instead of saying, wow, I wish I could do that. I hate you for doing that is what they say. I don't right. know. And people all have their thing. You know, it may not be, you know, you may not have a room full of it, but you know, there's people that are in the sports. There's people, you know, they'll spend thousands of dollars to go to a football game. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, everybody's got their thing that they're into. So, um, it's always, you kind of, sometimes you got to turn it around on people and like, well, what do you spend your money on? And then they shut up real fast. Life's too short to worry about things that you don't like or what people say or think. I just say, collect what you love and, and do what you love because right. life's too short to do anything else. So yeah. Do you have lorries up or do you want me to read I do that? have I, I have lorries up. Okay. Um, I'm gonna it, it was a pretty pretty good one. Uh all right. It's long, but let me uh he goes, uh, this is from Lori Golding. Gold Golding. Uh he goes, Hi there, longtime listener, first time emailer. First time that's happening. <laughs> Lori, <so> that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> he goes, I'm a nerdy British guy current living in California for my work. My wife and I moved to Los Angeles in 2017. All my belongings arrived in a shipping container, and he happened to find a small box he completely forgotten about for uh, 20 years. It had uh, four vintage figures uh, complete. Uh, he lists like a skiff guard, a Klaatu, Wigway, Wigway, and that a friend of his in the 90s had given him. Oh, and an Emperor's Royal Guard. Um, which sort of was the last in his child that escaped uh, the purges of his childhood. Um, and in my, his high school friend, actually, it was from a friend who passed away in 2018, 20, uh, 2008. Uh, so he figured it'd be a nice way to remember him, clean up the figures and display them properly. Uh, he said to his wife, maybe I'll get a couple of other toys I had as a kid just to make a nice little collection. How many times have we heard that? That's the gateway drug. <laughs> I'll just start. I just need a few. I'm just going to fill this case. That's what I, I told just, my I wife. Just need, just need one Lando. I just need one Lando. You're right. And then you have a room full in 10 years. Yeah. It's not the first time, Lori. So welcome to the club. Um, okay. Re uh, record scratch, smash cut. Yeah. Five years later, I have a complete run of vintage figures with quite a few Palatoy exclusive, all the retro collection to date. Huge solo and Rogue One modern focus, though not much TVC yet. 
I've also built up almost complete runs of Aliens, Predator, Terminator, stuff that Kenner produced in the 90s, along with some test shots and prototypes, too. Welcome to that club. That's a wormhole, mm-hmm. rabbit hole just waiting to get jumped into. Uh, I can, you, can, you can just imagine my wife standing in the background <laughs> looking unimpressed by all this. Welcome to that club, too. <laughs> all our wives i think are just kind of crazy with what we're doing um but he's gone back and forth uh to across the pond a few times a year and he'd pick up fodder from the u.s to bring to the uk and vice versa that to me as a star wars fan would be incredible to be able to to pond cross country hop with stuff yeah. um so yeah the good on you yeah. you were you gonna say something yeah, the next line really is like, God, I wish. <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. This year, for example, I've brought nine complete yak faces from British dealers looking for at least a couple that are gradable and traded to the rest of the collectors in the U.S. and Canada. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy that they're plentiful in like the U.K. and Australia. And then here, everyone's just like, I just, I need one. Just here, take a thousand. I'll take it. Right. Well, that's what that, that they only came out over there. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're going to find them in a dollar bin, that's where you're going to find them. I doubt you're paying a dollar for them, but they're probably cheaper over there. Or unless people know, hey, you're going to the States, so I'm going to charge you out the butt for them. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. I got to find where I recognize the fact that everyone is to travel internationally. And some of these pieces can really be hard to source depending on where you live in the world. I guess this is my way of helping out fellow collectors carrying that sweet vintage plastic back and forth in my hand luggage. Uh, so this is where it gets a little bit. That's that's just his introduction. This is where uh, it kind of gets a little serious. He goes, uh, I have to say that your discussion uh, about what happens with your collections after you're gone really struck a chord with me. It's been something uh, very much on my mind this year. Uh, we lost it. He lost his dad to cancer during the pandemic. Uh, apologies for that. And, uh, you know, I hope, Condol- you know, condolences, condolences. Um, everyone, he says, everyone who has a prostate, don't ever be shy of getting it checked. And because of the, uh, that's in quotations, but, and because of the travel restrictions, he, it was 10 months before he can go home and help sort things out, which is still an ongoing process, even a year later. Uh, he said one of his college roommates handles wills and estate planning. So he hit them up and went through all of his stuff on Zoom calls, all of his nerdy stuff on Zoom calls, which was an incredible experience that made me feel more proud of what I had collected. And like uh, I would and like I should make more time of processing and catalog presenting and cataloging it. And I know it's going to fall uh, and, and I know it's not going to fall on my wife to have to figure all that crap out by herself if he gets hit by a bus. So he's thanked us for, so thank you for broca- uh, broaching the topic and something we should think about and perhaps don't want to. Best wishes on yours in the new year. Looking forward to hearing plenty more collecting adventures in 2023. Cheers, Lori. So yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, we, I think we just, it was a topic to, to breach because, you know, it's a conversation that I think everybody has to, to have is what, what's going to happen. So uh, yeah. I'm glad that, it, it jogged your memory and jog or jogged or um, made you think about that kind of stuff and put, put your affairs in order. Yeah. I was taking care of that this week for my parents and they just moved down from New York. So they have to change things because now they're in Georgia. So they need to change their will and all that stuff for Georgia. So that's actually been heavy on my mind. And you know, what would I do or what would happen to my kids and all that kind of stuff? It just puts everything in perspective. And yeah, at some point I'm going to have to get rid of the collection myself. We don't need to rehash things, but yeah, that's, that's the idea is that I'll take care of that at some point. Hopefully I don't just drop dead. (laughs) I hope you don't drop dead either. I don't want to drop dead. If if you do leave your salacious crumb to me. Crumb. Crumb. (laughs) Get that right. Someday. (laughs) One day I will. You know, some days it's just a trigger point for you. So yeah, but not? thank you for sharing that, Laurie. That was very moving, and and uh, I'm sorry for all your losses, and um, I'm glad that in some small way we've helped someone through something in their life. I guess even if it's just, what do I need to do to prepare my collection for the in- the inevitable? Right. So yeah, it was cool. Thanks for those emails, guys. 
Thanks. Um, can I share my screen so I can do the? Uh, uh, yeah, let me get the share. The wheel of going. names. Hold on, share screen. Uh, multiple. Can you do it yet? Uh, I shared. I told. Oh, you. Yeah, no, I could do it. it the The share button was kind of off screen. Oh, you see it now? Yes, I see it now. We have Al and Lori here. Man, <laughs> it's such a. It's a 50-50. 50-50. It looks like Al is the winner. Al's the winner. So Al will ship that out to you. We'll contact you. Stop share. And uh maybe I've got an extra um vintage collection figures hanging around the house. So maybe I'll give uh Lori a little little taste of the vintage collection. And, there you and, go. <laughs> Start them sure. down that road. Yeah. We where was I today? Oh, I went to bargain hunt and they had a bunch of like the rays and stuff like that run. They had a bunch yeah. of that TVC stuff at bargain hunt today. Did they have uh, anything else or is it just the Ray? D the Ray and maybe one other figure, but I just kind of walked by cause I'm like, I don't collect those. Maybe. I need to check my, uh, now that you mentioned it, my uh, Luke and Poncho. Cause that was a Walmart exclusive. And obviously all the things that come from Walmart arrived cracked. Uh -huh. So I need to see if it says a crushed bubble and then if I can make it to Ollie's and see if they have one that I can replace. Yeah. Ollie's has been a good place to hit some stuff, but it's Christmas. So I'm curious if uh, they got rid of some stuff or if people yeah. like hit it real hard. Cause I know they did like 20% off a couple of weeks ago. So did it get hit hard or not? We'll find Let's, out. Yeah. You'll find out and report back next week. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> next week i'm excited because we're going to two new uh toy shops yeah up in uh warner robin yeah warner robins right down down in down warner. in warner robins should be fun i'm looking forward i, I always love uh finding new things I'm looking at yeah. new shops and hanging out with some new people is it two hours away i think so we'll have a hell of a show next week oh god yeah <laughs> We'll bring that thing, bring the uh, handheld and we'll record something on the way down, on the way back. And then we'll interview maybe like Tony um, and I think Chad's going and hopefully there's some people in the area because I really want to know what the, the perspective is like to be not not being able to be uh, included in things because you're outside of the the zone of where things are happening. If that makes right. sense. For, for those of you that don't know is we, we uh, with the Georgia Club, we expanded it. Um, statewide now because we had people that have been we've had uh one of the members that were up here moved down uh towards like south georgia almost florida and he's decided to start something up down there and then we had somebody that uh tony uh decided to start up a middle georgia chapter so that way we could have people don't have to come two hours to atlanta they can start other things and we can help cultivate and become a real georgia alliance not just a Atlanta Alliance of Star yeah. Wars Collectors, or hell, recently it's been Kennesaw because that's where everything's. Yeah, been. that's where we've. <laughs> it's focused up this way, but yeah, anybody outside of Kennesaw want to host something this this year? Let us know. Let Glenn yeah. know. But yeah, it's just really about building that community and connecting people in that area. So if you're in Central Georgia, you're not able to come up here, but maybe you're able to go to Warner Warner Robins. Yeah, set the place and then yeah, hang with I, us for a little bit. Yep. So next week, if you if you're interested, just hit one of us up or look on the club page. Yeah. And uh, it's up on there. It's up in the event tab. Yeah. Yeah. Any. Uh... Oh, I did. Um, I don't know. When I was getting my tattoo, my tattoo artist asked me about Andor, and I'm like, dude, just watch it. It's a slow burn, but it's probably some of the best Star Wars out there right now. Yeah, and to go from Andor to Willow, I'm still struggling with that. Ugh. Dude, really... are you? I really miss Val Kilmer. My, did you see the most recent one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So spoiler alert, if you hadn't seen the most recent episode of Willow. So, you know, they go to that thing and they're in, in the dungeon or whatever. And my wife's like, is that Christian Slater? I'm like, I, I, I don't know yet. I haven't, I can't tell. I can't, I can't hear. I don't know. I haven't heard of his voice of his voice. And then he like pops up his head and he goes, I'm mad, mad Margaret or whatever. And my wife's like, mad what Morgan. the, huh? Mad Mortigan. Mad Mortigan. And my wife's like, what the hell? That's not Mad Mortigan. 
And I'm like, well, Val, Val Kilmer can't talk because the conversation we had. So I'm thinking, yeah. well, maybe they recast him. You know, I'm just going along with it thinking they recast him. So I was kind of proud for my wife. I was like, wow, you, you know, you know more than I do about something. But there was something going on in that, 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 uh, not toy attic, but that vault where you can hear Val Kilmer's voice. And it sounded like they were using the same synthesizers they were doing for Luke Skywalker for Val Kilmer, because it did sound like his voice. Okay. I didn't. So pay that yeah, much he attention. was. Oh, well, forget it. Well, talk to me because I, maybe I need to rewatch it. I only watched it once. And so I don't know all the, I can't quote it exactly, but when his daughter was in that vault, you can hear him saying like, find me, but it was like seriously Val Kilmer's voice. Okay. Which ones? Oh, his daughter is the short haired princess that fell through this yeah. stuff. The one that's got the brother that's kidnapped. Okay. I do like that. It's, it's kind of flip things where it's the ladies that are saving the dude. And normally it's like the dude saving the lady. So I like mm -hmm. how they've kind of flipped that on end, but I just find the writing to be just lazy. Like, like she, like uh, Val Kimmer's daughter gets stuck underneath the, the lava icicle thing, whatever that was. Yeah. After just arguing with Laura Dannon about using your powers and you have to use your powers. Why aren't you using your powers? And then she breaks through and suddenly Laura Dannon has to use her powers. Yeah. It's like, we could have planned this out a little bit better where the thing that just happened two minutes before is going to directly relate to something that's about to happen. Right. And she just happens to find the wand. And yeah, it's just, it's just, I, I'm incredibly disappointed by Willow, I guess. It's just heartbreaking to say. And I guess because I'm not that invested in it, I'm enjoying it. Good. It's a good, it, I, I think it's a good, uh, it's been a good stopgap while we're waiting on Bad Batch to start. Next day. Yes. From this Wednesday. drop. <laughs> It'll drop two episodes on Wednesday so we can actually, you know, talk about them on our two hour car ride on Saturday. Four, if you're counting the return trip. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to Bad Batch. I hope it's good. I enjoyed it the last time. I enjoyed the one-offs. I'm curious how much they're going to do. I'm curious if they're going to do stuff leading up to the Mandalorian. You know, to tie the Mandalorian in the Bad Batch or even the Ahsoka show. Or, you know, I'm curious how much they're going to do with that because he is kind of they they do kind of at least seems like they like doing that, like leaving breadcrumbs to get you yeah. involved, you know, to expect what's coming up next. So, uh, what is it like 16 episodes? Yeah. That's a pretty extensive season this year. Yeah. And then Mandalorian, um, Mandalorian, March 1st. And then, uh, Ahsoka, they released a description for that show. Uh huh. This is old. This is not the one I'm thinking about. Set after the fall of the Empire, Ahsoka follows the former Jedi Knight, Ahsoka Tano, as she investigates an emerging threat to a vulnerable galaxy. So what is that emerging threat? Is that the First Order, or is that something from the dark regions we don't know about? Because isn't that where Snoke is from? Maybe. It could be Smoke. It could be Thrawn. It could be... Well, no, Thrawn they already know about. I guess Yeah, but... If he's emerging, maybe he's getting more power and he's coming back as a real threat, an emerging threat. Maybe. Um, I do have, I mean, I've been, I think I'm on my third rewatch of Rebels and it just is one of those things where you like sit down in front of the TV and you don't have, you know, you just watch it. I'm not like, I got to force myself to go through it, but it's getting, and you'll, it's getting to be like the office, you know, like when you watch the office, you're like, I know what's going to happen on this episode yeah. or, or, you know, it, it's that point with me and I watched Dawn of the Apprentice or whatever. And I was just like, let's, Oh, let, huh? Let's talk about something in rebels real quick. Okay. As we wrap. Alert. If you haven't watched oh. rebels, it's. Yeah. No, yes. So yes, do, do it again. Cause I lost you. Okay. Um, I was on a roll. Uh, and now I'm just going to be trudging along trying to figure out what I said. No. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about Rebels because something I saw this week I wanted to bring up, and it's something I don't think we've talked about. Okay. Spoiler alert if you haven't watched Rebels um, at this point. It's been six, seven years, so you missed the train. Right. Um, Get on it. Kanan dies. What? Yeah. 
that happens. And Kanan goes blind at some point. Yes. And so his last moments, he's holding back an exploding canister, uh, not a canister, a tank. Yeah, the uh, the uh, fuel, fuel reserves. Or something. Yeah, yeah they're, fuel but they're reserves. like giant canisters almost. And he holds back the fire, but then as um, Hera comes out to try to stop him, he pushes her back. Right. And and, and they, they connect, their eyes connect, and his eyes kind of go from cloudy to clear. So he gets his eyesight back. So does he get his eyesight back in the last minutes? Was he able to heal himself through the force like Ray does and Rise of Skywalker and Grogu does? Is that what they're I'm a, like the first taste of that? Mate. Wow. I don't think he purposely does it, but I think it's just you're doing something good or you're sacrificing yourself and you're using the force for, you know, good, I guess. And that's sort of the, its reward, maybe. Yeah. Because I think, you know, in Last Jedi, she purposely does that. And in this one, it just sort of happens. Rise of Skywalker. But it's funny that you mentioned The Last Jedi because to me, Kanan and Luke are the most jedi of jedis because of the self-sacrifice right they use their powers to save others at the expense of their own lives are you crying again you're gonna make me cry again <laughs> i didn't mean to i'm just saying <laughs> now i tried i i found your trigger point <laughs> yeah dude it's rebels it's anything rebels that's my trigger point but i was when i was doing my rewatch a couple of years ago i got to that episode and it's like it's the, it was the office thing. It's like, I know what happens and you start thinking. And, um, my wife's looking at me like, why are you crying? I'm like, just wait, just wait. And, you know, then we had company come over and they're like, why are you crying? I'm like, it's this stupid cartoon, uh, <laughs> you know? So it just, something's getting ready to happen. And, uh, yeah, but it was like the dawn of apprentice. You're like, you, you you're watching it and you know something cause you keep, you know, the title. So you're like, okay, something's going to happen here. And then Kanan loses his eyesight and they're all of a sudden they get into the one room where it's like Ahsoka and Darth Vader fight for the final time. And you're like, oh, that's this episode, you know? Um, and it just, every time you watch it, it's just it, because you know more and more backstory Yeah. because they're fill, Dave Filoni's filling in the backstory for you and you see it again and you're like, oh, this is what that means. You know, yeah. now you know why it's so powerful and, and it's just, it's just damn good storytelling. I always advocate, uh, I say that I don't always advocate. I'm advocating it now. Um, when you're watching media and something moves you to the mm -hmm. point of tears, um, that's usually an indication that there's something in your life that you're really relating to and, and pressing in like the world between you, the, 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 the veil between your world and the TV are kind of pressing in and they're connecting uh -huh. And it's affecting you. And so what I'm trying to say is that when I, I remember when I saw the special editions and return of the Jedi, I started to tear up. I'm like, at the end of it, I'm like, what is, what is going on? And didn't always have the best relationship with my father. Right. And so that the whole redemption thing, the father sacrificing for the son really moved me. So I don't know, maybe with rebels and, and what I've got to know about you, the found family aspect of things. Mm -hmm. It's family cannot necessarily, family's not always, the people that rate grew you up or, or helped you grow up. It's, it's maybe the people that you find along the way that become brothers right. and sisters and, and all that kind of stuff. So maybe there's some sort of connection there, you know, and I wouldn't argue that See? I would, I would not argue that point. That's probably why that, that show means so much to you because it's a good metaphor for your own life. Mm -hmm. Anyways, moving on before <laughs> we start, <laughs> before before Niagara Falls. Yes. Ah, oh, yeah, I love that show. Anything else? I think that's it, man. Um, yeah, there's nothing. So next week we're going to talk about the uh, round the the cross state meetup, and yes. then we're going to try to schedule the round table in a couple of weeks. So yeah. that's coming up, and then we have the paint night. Yes, that or the awesome. Georgia Club. So reach out to, to Jason if you're in the club to sign up for it because he's handling that one. And then um, what else? Toylanta is coming up. We have the first Powder Spring show in February. Toylanta is? It's March 24th to the 26th. There you go. Not my wife's weekend, so I'm going to be 
<laughs> out and about that weekend. I was, she was really excited about that this weekend. So, yeah. And I, I can, I, it's guilt free. I don't have to be conflicted. I, I want to be here, but I also want to be there, but I can't be here because I have to be there. And yeah. Thank you for listening to the Smuggler's Galaxy <laughs> podcast. If you could, please leave a like and a five-star review of the show anywhere you listen to your podcast. If, it, if it's allowed, really helps us out and points people to our show. Follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Send us an email or message us. We love feedback and we'd love to make you part of the show. Our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Thank you to Alfonso Riviera for the Smuggler's Galaxy logo. You could find him at Puerto Rico Star Wars on Facebook and to Levi Waterhouse for the music. Hasbro re-released VC66. You know what? If Hasbro re-released his VC66, we're going to change that to get your postate checked. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a good reminder and something we should do. Right. Help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Yeah. Thanks, Bob Barker. <laughs> I was thinking, like, we should rotate things out every so often. And what happens if Hasbro decides to re-release VC66? I need to add something there. So maybe I'll just... Get your pot prostrate checked. Yeah. Anyways, hashtag vote with your wallet. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force in the collective community. This is the way. This is the way. Congratulations, Al. Yeah, buddy.